welcome to the Preaching Matters Podcast. My name is Alan Carr, and I am your host. Thank you for listening to our episode today. On this podcast, we talk about preaching because we believe preaching matters, and we certainly want our preaching to be better. We want it to glorify God, and we want it to be biblical. And so that's what this podcast is about. We talk about all matters related to preaching because we believe preaching matters. So thank you for tuning in today. We're going to get right into the episode, but before we do, let me ask you to go to your favorite podcast directory and leave us a good review. We would appreciate that. Get in touch with us. Let us know what you think. Now, let's talk about preaching because preaching matters. Welcome to episode 22 of the Preaching Matters Podcast. This is Alan Carr, and I thank you for being with me today. Now, I want to get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way before I dig into what I want to talk about today. Very soon, I'm going to be developing a Patreon page, and the link will be in the show notes. And my goal is not to make money off this podcast, although it does cost me a little bit out of pocket each month to provide this for you. This will give you a chance to invest in our podcast if you so desire to do so. So that'll be coming up. Keep an eye out for it. And if you desire to help us, then you can. And if not, that's fine. The content will still be available and it'll always be free to you. So I just want to lay that out there and let you know that that is coming. So be prepared for it. Now, last time we were together, we talked about the sermon subject. And that is the big idea. It is the main thought the writer is speaking about. The main topic, if you will, which he has on his mind when he writes the text. And whatever the subject of the the text is, will be the subject of our sermon. That's always the case. If the text is about the Holy Spirit, then the sermon is going to be about the Holy Spirit. If the text is about salvation, then the sermon will be about salvation, at least if you do it biblically. And I think each of us, I hope anyway, has a desire to preach biblical sermons, sermons which declare the truth of the scriptures, sermons which say what God says in his word, and we want to be very careful that we don't uh, have our own agenda when we come to any text, but that we study the text in his context, and from there we move into preaching a sermon which is based on what the Spirit of God says through the human author in the text. So, if we have chosen our subject As you may remember, the subject is going to be usually one word or maybe two, but it is going to be a subject which is too big to possibly preach in any one given sermon. And in fact, the scripture does not typically say everything there is to say about any particular subject in one passage. You get bits and pieces throughout the Bible dealing with the various aspects of a subject. For instance, if you're talking about salvation, you find the seeds of that back in the book of Genesis. All the way back in Genesis chapter 1, you find the the seedbed of salvation. And as the Bible unfolds, salvation continues to develop, and it opens up like a beautiful flower until you come to the New Testament, in which which you find it in full bloom. So what you do is you take the passage you're at, and you talk about what it says about the subject under consideration. But since the subject is too big to preach in any given sermon, you must narrow that subject down, and then that brings us to step two. That is, you must determine 
the theme, the theme. So think of the theme as a narrowing down of the subject. In other words, the spirit of God through the human author has given us a subject in a scripture, but he says something specific about that broad subject. And that is what we want to talk about today, determining the theme of our message. What does the scripture say about the subject about which the biblical author is writing? Because what he says about that subject in our text is what we want to say about that subject in our sermon. So you've got to narrow it down. And if you took a sermon and you just preached about a subject and tried to flesh out everything the Bible says about it, you would wind up with a topical sermon. You would also wind up with a sermon which lacks uh, clear unity and cohesiveness. So you must determine how the subject is treated in the text and what part of the broad subject is covered in your passage. So the theme then is the specific aspect of the sermon, excuse me, the subject to be covered in the present sermon. So like the subject, the theme will probably, will probably, the theme then is the specific aspect of the subject to be covered in the present sermon. Like the subject, the theme will probably be identified during the study of the text. If not, it must be determined now. You really can't go any further until you narrow that subject down into what the writer is saying about the subject you are dealing with. So you've got to do that. But like the subject, the theme must be based on the scripture passage. The passage will give you your subject and the passage will also give you your theme. Whatever the writer talks about is what you're going to talk about. If you're going to be an expositional preacher, then you are limited in what you say to what the text says about the subject and that is what you want to deal with and nothing else. So I'm going to say this again. It represents, the theme represents a narrowing down of the broader subject. And as such, it'll be stated as a phrase. It's not going to be stated as a complete sentence. This will cause a problem when the next step is taken. We're going to talk next time about the proposition, about writing a proposition. But today we're just going to talk about the sermon theme. Now, a lot of times people don't have a clear theme. Men don't have a clear theme when they stand to preach. It's kind of like an elderly couple I read about who were sitting in church one day. And as the preacher went on and on and on about his, his topic, the old man looked over at the old woman and whispered to her. He says, what's he talking about? And she looked at the preacher for a while and listened intently. And after a while, she turned back to him and she said, he don't say. Well, we don't want to be like that preacher, do we? We want to say what we need to say and say it well and say it in clear terms so people can understand what the scripture says about the topic at hand. So let's talk about this for a minute. If, for example, the text under consideration has as its subject the Holy Spirit, the preacher will recognize very quickly, I think, that this concept is too large to cover in one sermon. And furthermore, the text itself does not attempt to cover everything about the Holy Spirit. There's no single text in the Bible which comprehensively deals with every fact concerning the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is dealt with in numerous passages throughout the Bible, and so we have to be aware of that and realize that wherever we're preaching from, 
it's that text will give us our subject and our theme. And if we're talking about the Holy spirit and he is the subject of our sermon, the writer has something to say in particular about the Holy spirit in that passage. And whatever he emphasizes is what we want to emphasize in our preaching. Therefore, the subject and the theme will be rooted and grounded in the preaching passages. Let me give you a quick list of some possible themes about the Holy Spirit, which you find throughout the Bible. You find the theme of the person of the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the filling of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the helping ministry of the Holy Spirit, the teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit, the praying ministry of the Holy Spirit, the sealing of the Holy Spirit, grieving the Holy Spirit, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And that is not an exhaustive list. There's much more said about the Spirit of God. But each one of those themes comes from a different passage which deals with the person and the work of the Holy Spirit of God. And so whatever the passage is in which we are preaching, we're going to find our subject there, and we're going to find the narrowing down of that subject to the particular aspect of the subject the writer is speaking of in the passage at hand. So I hope that makes sense to you. So remember that the theme is kind of like a funnel. You have the big subject up top, the Holy Spirit, and then it's narrowed down to one particular aspect of the Holy Spirit. And that's what the passage is about. And thus, that is what our sermon should be about. And it should be noted here, I think, that every sermon will only have one subject and one theme. And if you have more than one subject and more than one theme, this would result in disunity and it would, it would result in confusion on the parts of the hearers. So be sure you understand what the Spirit of God is saying about what he's talking about in the passage. Now, this particular broadcast here will be relatively short because the theme will continue on in the next one where we take that theme and write a propositional sentence or, if you will, we encapsulate the entirety of our sermon in a single sentence. But for today, I want you to get in your mind what the theme is, what it represents, and it is a narrowing down of the subject. So pay attention to that. And be sure that you, as you, as you study your passage, as you do the exegetical study, as you do the background study, the contextual study, as you do the word studies and all the things you do in preparing that sermon, as you do the legwork, the hard work that, that lies beneath the finished product of your sermon, be looking for the subject. Try to figure out what the, what the Spirit of God is saying to the human author and then figure out what is that one aspect of this subject he's talking about. And so be sure you know what you're going to say. Don't be like that one preacher who didn't say anything. He preached on and on and on with nothing to say. And the reason he had nothing to say is because he lacked a good sermon subject and a good sermon theme. But if we will listen to the scripture and allow it to speak to us as the Bible intends to speak to us, we will have plenty of preaching material. Now, a couple of things to note here. I will mention this. Sometimes you'll read a passage and you'll find that there are, there are the, there's a primary subject, and that's what you want to deal with. 
But occasionally you'll find that there are several themes which flow out of that particular subject mentioned in the text. So what do you do if you have several possible preaching themes in that passage? Well, I think what I would do is I would handle it one way one time, another way a different time, and I would exhaust those themes in different sermons because I think every sermon should have one subject and one theme so that you can stay on target. We're going to be like the preacher who told the people, someone told told a man who asked him one time, said, "Uh, tell me about your preaching method. And his answer was, well, I tell them what I'm going to tell them, and then I tell them, and then I tell them what I told them. And I think that's a pretty good way to preach. You get up there and you have a clear goal in mind. You have a clear direction in mind. You preach your subject, you preach your theme, and then you move forward into the call for action. So keep in mind, the preaching theme is a narrowing down of the subject. Sometimes I imagine the preaching theme being kind of like standing under an umbrella. Above, you have the uh, canvas or whatever it's made out of that overarches and covers everything. That is the subject. But inside, you have all this mechanism leading down to a handle, and that handle is the theme that you're going to be preaching in that sermon. So you have a big subject, but you have a much more narrow theme, and whatever the text says about that theme underneath that subject is what you will preach in your sermon. This will help you to remain biblical in your preaching. It will help you to stay on target in your preaching. It will help you to be focused in your preaching, and it will help you to have something to say when you preach. The people will be gratified by this. They will be pleased to know that you at least know where you're going, and they can follow you as you make your way to your preaching destination. So be sure that you focus in on the subject and that you focus in on the theme and get these out of the way at the beginning. So that's really what I want to say today about the theme. We're going to come back next time and we'll talk about the proposition, the sermon proposition or the sermon in a sentence. And we'll deal with that. It's a little more complicated than this, but it is well worth the effort to go through the process of developing a good proposition. So thank you for tuning in today. I hope wherever you are that you have a great day in the Lord. And I trust the Lord is blessing and using you for his glory. And my desire is that you would pray for us as we go about the business of making and publishing these podcasts that would reach more and more hearers. Uh, this past week, this is today is, uh, what is today? Today is July the 12th. And just about six or seven days ago, we passed 3,500 downloads. Very exciting. Thank the Lord for that. And I appreciate you being a part of that. And be sure and go to your favorite podcast directory, wherever you listen to us, and leave a positive review. And be sure that you check back often because I try to publish a new episode every Thursday. And Lord willing, we'll continue to do that. So be sure and subscribe and be sure and leave a review and be sure and tell somebody else about it. And if you have ideas for future episodes or if you'd just like to communicate with me, which I would love to hear from you, you can reach me at alancar at gmail.com. Pretty simple, alancar at gmail.com. Look for us on Facebook, look for us on Twitter, and be sure and get in touch because I need to hear from you. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me how I could improve. If I need to be more clear, 
if I need to be more concise, if I need to perhaps um, expand on some things, let me know. And I'll be glad to take those uh, suggestions under, under review and do what I can to make this better for you because I'm not here for me. I'm here for you. And I want to be a blessing to you and I want to be a help to you and I want to encourage you in your preaching ministry. Listen, guys, God called us to preach the word of God. And if we're going to preach the word of God, we must be the best preachers we can be. And we must always sharpen our tools. Right now, I'm in the process of building a chicken coop. And my chicken coop, I'm not building it out of store-bought lumber. I'm building it out of old reclaimed pallets. And I've been trying to break these pallets down. I've been having a difficult time with it in some, in some regards because I've got this old reciprocating saw. It's about 20 years old and it's a battery operated thing and the batteries just no longer hold a charge. So I can hardly get through one pallet without having to recharge the batteries. And it's really frustrating. But I went yesterday and bought a brand new reciprocating saw, a 24 volt. And that thing is amazing. And I took that tool out there yesterday and I was able to break an entire pallet down into usable wood in less than three minutes. And uh, that is spectacular for me. That's going to speed up the process of building my chicken coop. And I got to hurry because my little chicks are about two and a half weeks old. In about a week and a half, they'll be ready to go out into their coop. And I got to get this thing ready. And so they're going to grow up and not have a place to live. I got to get them out of my house. And I got to get them out of my office, really, and get them out into their coop. But I have discovered in, in building projects and other things like that, that my tools matter. Having good tools make the difference between doing mediocre work and doing even better work. And I want to work well. So I, I try to have my tools in good shape. I try to keep my saw sharp. I try to prepare my tools and keep them up so that they're ready to go when it's time to go to work. And I think as preachers, you and I should do the same thing. We should be careful that we keep our tools sharp and we keep them well-oiled and ready for use so that when the preaching moment comes, we're ready to go. And if you're a wise preacher, you're always looking for ways to improve. I know I am. And so going back over this material helps me, and I hope it helps you. And we're going to continue to talk about these things, these matters of building sermons, and I hope you'll come back next time as we talk about the proposition. So that's it for today. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of what we're doing here. It's exciting to have you on board. And I hope this is helpful to you in some small fashion. And if you would, keep us in your prayers. God bless you. And I hope you have a great day. Thank you once again for joining us today on the Preaching Matters podcast try to have a new episode out next week so i encourage you if you enjoyed the episode or you think someone else would enjoy it first i want you to subscribe and i'd like for you to leave a positive review on the platform of your choice or on several if you choose and i'd like for you to tell somebody else about it this is a podcast for preachers if you are a preacher or know some preacher who might benefit share the news god bless you thanks for being here i pray that preaching goes well for you god blesses you in your work for his glory Pray for us, and Lord willing, we'll see you next week.